I'm gonna need a filter that can get rid of that, Greg. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the newest comic duo, Davis, a dabbler in many disciplines with a voice that can soothe and persuade. Mike, a fanatical specialist with a mouth like a bullhorn, fueled by strong opinions and a compulsion to share them with microphones and comics in hand. They are Jacks of Trades. Hey everybody, I'm Mike. And I'm Davis. And this is Drinking Issues. On Drinking Issues, we read a current comic arc and talk about it. What's going on, Davis? Nothing much, Mike. Nothing much. Still a uh, little bit of recover day. Um, uh, well, I'm drinking still, so you know, good, good stuff. Yeah, Davis yeah. and I went to see uh, the Ataris and Newfound Glory. It was fantastic. It was wonderful. They just played old stuff. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It was Davis just like being from a drunk. 15. Yeah, real. I'm not allowed to go downtown for another couple of days. Or it's got to recoup hours. a little bit. I got, I got to let the cycle Penance. of people that are at down there. Better call some people. Apologize. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've already I've already sent out an apology text or two, so we're good. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Handwritten letter with your, with your yeah. fancy pen? Huh? Handwritten letter with one of your fancy pens? No, not at all. Not at all. And Mike, you know My what I noticed? Gwendolyn. You know what I noticed by listening to all of our previous ones, Mike? You always ask me how I'm doing, but I never ask you how are you doing. How are you doing, Mike? Well, since I'm not Karnak, I don't harp on you for it, but I'm doing good. Doing good. That's good. It's a lovely Sunday. Uh, Sunday, lovely Sunday. Yeah, pretty much. Lovely Sunday. A bunch of fun uh, NFL games today that we're going to be watching afterwards because we all play in fantasy leagues with each other. Yep. All kinds of if I nonsense. if I win this week, I uh, owe my department Chick Fil A chicken biscuits. I asked uh, his opponent to take a dive. Um, we are yet to have the dive been taken, but yeah. hopefully he'll come in. You know, five minutes to midnight, and we'll see. Hopefully, yeah. Well, maybe I don't know. I, I do and do not feel like buying everyone chicken biscuits. I just want you to. I want you to to lose by winning. Because okay. you win the game and then you lose because you have to. Buy chicken biscuits. I, I can dig that theory. So e- even when you win, you still lose, and that would make me happy because I, I, I'm kind of an asshole. So nah. yeah, kind of an asshole, but at least you're a fun asshole. Thank you, Davis. So we are reading Dastardly and Muttley this time around. Number three. I guess this is season three for us technically. Uh, yeah, let's go yeah. season three. Okay. Yes, and this is Dastardly and Muttley number three. Now, it's drinking issues, so. What are we drinking? You want to go first or should I? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. So uh, we're slowly, because neither Flying Dog nor Dogfish Head uh, distributes here, we're running out of dog-themed beers. I so, mean, I, I was trying to find like a like a, a, a Snidely Whiplash-style mustache beer. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find one of those nope. either. The only one I know is like, I think Stillwater Classique makes a yeah. thing with a mustache. I went to a- anyway, so I went with the only, the only other theme we have in here. Germany. So I got me a uh, world classic Schwarzbier. Schwarzbier. Yeah, the original black beer from the Monch Monch Monchkoff. Yeah, Monchkoff Brewery. Monchkoff. I don't know. I don't. I don't speak German or Dutch. So. Uh, looks like Monchkoff. Monchkoff. There we go. So that that's that. It's uh, pretty tasty. Very malty. I like the malt. It's sweet. It's like a sweet, sweet drink. Nice. Uh, what, nice. what about you, Mike? What'd you get this week? Uh, since diseased minds think alike, mm-hmm. uh, I also went with a German beer. Uh, since our heroes are still trapped in Germany, 
Uh, I went with the Weihenstefana Kristall Weissbier. Uh, it is a lovely crystal clear Bavarian beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for anybody that wants to know, Weihenstefana is the oldest running brewery uh, established in 1040. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. I'm really, I'm really kind of sad that we did not get your um, uh, oral dictation from Wikipedia recorded down because that was a well. Just so you know, it does say on the label, brewed under the purity law of 1516, mm. which is the German law that states you can only use the four ingredients of grain, water, hops, and yeast to make your beer, uh, and it's 5.4 percent ABV. Ooh, that's uh, lovely. Good. It's nice. It's crisp, but it still has that little bit of that. That kind of funk you get out of a German beer, All right. but you know that, that, that there's some there's some style to it. You know, yeah. it's not just uh, it's not just water beer. It's not just you know water and alcohol. Right. It's it's not just a pisswasser. Is that a technical term? Yeah, piss water. That was um that was uh, Grand Theft Auto, right? Hmm. The beer in Grand Theft Auto yeah. Four. Pisswasser, yeah. something like that. Oh. I didn't play Grand Theft Auto. The commercials would have people riding around a motorcycle like swerving. <laughs> 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 like going off the oh, no. into the water. <laughs> Damn it, GTA. So, we last left our characters. Um, uh, both, you know, Mutt and Dick. They're hanging out. Dick Mutt. Dick Mutt. Uh, they're hanging out, uh, watching some of these things around the world. Uh, they're watching the president, actually. give a little, uh, little speech and whatnot, a press conference. Mm-hmm. And then the president pulls a giant mallet out of nowhere and savagely beats his opponent with it. Yeah, it's going to cause some problems. Yeah, that 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 was uh, that was some problems that would probably would be caused. But I mean, yeah, especially on live TV, like you can't really. It's not good to beat up people on live TV, and especially not your political opponents when you're the president. No, especially if you're uh, the president of the United States. Yeah, we we open with the fallout of this attack, uh, and the president is clearly been affected by this this goofiness. Uh, he says he just wanted to biff him, huh. you know, give, give him a, a good old bop on the noggin. Boop. Uh, and his uh, chief of staff makes sure to tell him, you caved in his skull and put him in a coma. Do you understand the gravity of the situation at all? Like even a little bit? And the pre- no, absolutely not. The president has no concepts. Uh, the FBI is calling. The police are calling. They want some action. Yeah. And all the president wants to do is act as if everything is normal. So what's he going to do, Davis? Pick cotton. No. Because it says he's, he's the president of the cotton-picking United States. No. Oh. He wants to go forth with his daughter's harp recital. Oh, yes. His daughter does have a harp recital. Yeah. But before the harp recital, the door busts open. Halt! Or I fire! Don't shoot, you idiot! Not in here! But they're headed straight towards the president! Halt! You can't! They can't understand you! Grab him! Get him! Get it! Ah! I nearly had the damn thing! The other one! The other, the other one! Oh! Oh, no! No! No, they're gonna. And then they bust the door down. And who does it happen to be but a coyote chasing a roadrunner or a roadrunner-looking bird just bust into yeah. the Oval Office? It's not the Hanna-Barbera roadrunner and coyote. It is just a... It's literally a coyote yes, and a roadrunner. A, a very photorealistic coyote and roadrunner just running through the office causing all kinds of mayhem and... and Devastation, do re- manic. Do you remember that episode of Cow and Chicken where they had Cow the uh, they had the Cow plastic surgery chicken. competition? Cow and chicken. And no, the, that sounds fucked up. Oh, it was. Uh, the, well, the uh, the thing, Chicken was really good at plastic surgery, but um, uh, he had to get someone. And the final competition was to make someone into a photorealistic beaver. Oh, good lord. Yeah. So, uh, 
at, at the end of the whole thing, it's just photorealistic beaver. What are you doing? And he has a little tilt his head to the side eye thing. I don't remember any of that. I do. Just but I miss counting chickens. So. Photorealistic beaver. Then we jump to Dick and Mutt, and they are bursting through the gate of a small German airport. I'll be gone when the morning comes. Is that the name of the issue? Yes, it is. Oh, okay, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they need to get a plane. There's no other way to get to the U.S. No, they reasonably. need to get dick pants, because he's still in his gown from the first issue. Just Maybe he likes the freedom. Mm, he, well, his name is Dick. Uh, yeah. So they are running through this airport trying to quickly find a jet, and they find themselves a private jet. Yes. Give them enough fuel to get to uh, America. Uh, they quickly scare off the flight crew. Uh, the flight crew is seen running away from Muttley, screaming, Nein, nein, der Hundmann. And Which schnell. means, no, no, the dog man. Also, in case you're uh, wondering. Also, Dick calls them uh, sausage boys, which is my favorite slang term for a pejorative term for German people now. You're going to call me a sausage boy from now on? You're definitely a little sausage boy. I'm okay with that. All right. So... They find the aircraft, and they're somewhat able to, you know, kind of get it going. They're able to get up in the air. But we jump cut before that. We do. We're able to get up in the air. But the jump cut, too. The general. Captain Zabar... Oh, hold on. (laughs) Zabarnowski? I think it's Zabarnowski. The Baronowski. Zabarnowski. Okay. And Lieutenant Longman. Uh, I tried to find their Hanna-Barbera sources. I'm pissed about this one picture right here. Well, well, l- l- let me go into the sources for a second. Okay. I tried to find the sources for this. Uh, the closest thing I could find is a character called the Dread Baron, who's very similar to Dick Dastardly. Okay. Uh, but he's a Hanna-Barbera ca- character. I couldn't find anybody for Longman. So if anybody out there knows, let us know. Um, yes, please. But until then, I, it just looks like the Baronowski to me. And... Long man for some reason I don't. It sounds like a. It sounds like one of those weird like Jack Kirby heroes. Mm-hmm. Like oh we got we got plastic man and elongated man and then, fuck it long man whatever. Yeah yeah stretch boy he does what he does. Stretch Armstrong. Um my my big beef is so she's standing at attention with her feet together. Yeah. His feet are apart now. If if he was at like parade rest and his hands were behind his back that'd be acceptable. But no it's it it. Uh, well, he, here's the thing, Davis. He's underneath her, not physically, in, in chain of command. Mm-hmm. Clearly, we see why. Uh, he has a problem with regulations. He, he he's does. probably a great pilot, but his rules and regulations, he's, he's got some, uh, some, he's a little rough around the edges, maybe. And he throws up. Yeah, he's, he's kind of weak in the stomach. I don't know how about that. Uh, but anyway, uh, our general is blaming Dick and Mutt for those gunshot victims in Germany. Those the big gaping holes in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, he's just trying to get this other flight crew to get rid of Dick and Mutt before they're able to talk to the press or do anything that could further compromise the situation. The captain seems to be fighting to like stay tough for a second. And then she has this weird spontaneous outburst. Help! Help! Yeah, she switches from a tough pilot in the military to a stereotypical damsel in distress against her own will. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say she has come into contact at least secondarily with Warpig 1. Yes. 
when in those crazy, crazy, crazy fumes. Yeah, the weird rainbow farts full of full of wingdings. So, we jump ju- cutting yeah. back to Dick and Mutt. They're in their private airplane. They're looking down the runway, but sure enough, uh, the polizi is there. The polizai. That's what I said. Polizi is there. It's, it looks Italian. Leave me alone. Anyway, um, uh, and well, they're, they're trying to they're trying to get it down, make it down the runway, but you know, there's police cars kind of stopping them in their way. So it's looking like a very just kind of this is going to end quickly for them mm-hmm. unless something happens miraculously. Yeah, the controls in the cockpit suddenly start changing again, just mm-hmm. like they did in the first airplane they were in. Mutt starts freaking out. He's like, "Okay, it's us. It's it's got to be us. We're causing all this craziness that surrounds us." That's what that's what he's freaking out about. Meanwhile, Dick is like, "Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We need to stop fighting all this craziness. We just need to go with it." So he pulls back on this weird lever that just appeared and monster truck wheels grow out of the landing gear oh, so and run over all the cop cars. Donner und Blitzen. Technically German words, but they're just reindeer. It, it, it's fantastic. Though, the fact that they even say it in there. It's great. <laughs> it, it just hides because they have been using accurate German up until now. Uh, Blitzen, well, Blitz means lightning. So I don't, and and Donner I think, was a party. So I think. Uh, eh. Fact checker Greg. What's up? Does Donner mean thunder? Spell it. D O N N E R. I didn't think about this before, but Donner and Blitzen, thunder and lightning. Okay, I'd re- I do love German is the nickname for a louder, irascible man. Uh, adoption of German Donner and Thunder. So there you go, Don- Thunder and Lightning, Donner and Blitzen. Nice. I didn't know that. Cool. It's, I, well, Jewish, I, it's a Jewish ornamental adoption of the German word huh. for thunder. What about uh, what about Dumkoff? What? Dumkoff. D U M B K O P F S. Cough is head. Dumb head. Uh, yeah, stupid head. I think. <laughs> stupid head. Blockhead. It's Charlie Brown in German. It's Charlie Brown in German. Blockhead. All right. Good job there, Chuck. Chuck Brown. Uh, Chuck Brown. So they're able to get up. The giant monster truck wheels crush the cars. And And they just kind of fall off. Yeah. They just kind of like just fall off. Conveniently. Nice. Magically conveniently. Absolutely. Um, Now we jump to the president. Whose daughter is playing the harp. In the office, which is Yeah, weird. it's, it's um, kind of a fun, weird we're, place we're, to have yeah, a... Yeah, President calls the general, and we find that the general worked on this project with the unstabilium mm-hmm. element. Um, he's claiming nothing came from it. He's like, Mr. President, you saw those foreign dignitaries didn't use it properly and just blew everything up. But it sounds kind of suspicious. It sounds like he's burying, you know the uh the truth here that maybe some more happened with this unstabilium than we know could it have been sabotage well i mean there was a character involved with this name professor dubious so obviously something something so clearly everything's on the up and up yeah everything well everything should be uh you know uh yeah and as you said the the daughter is playing harp in the oval office and the press has understandably decided not to attend which visibly Irritates the president. Uh, Chief of staff comes in to let the president know that the House and the Senate have agreed to relieve him of his post. Because he's just, his attack on him was total unfitness for office. Absolutely. Uh, The president then claims a secret secret escape plan. And what's this plan, Davis? Well, (laughs) 
that's a, such a gross picture. Uh, well, he is the original comeback kid, as he as according, he calls according to himself. According to himself, which as he, we all know, you can't nickname yourself. No, you you well, you can, but it's it doesn't go over quickly because then someone else makes a dirty version of it, and then you just like you're stuck with that. <laughs> comeback, like Kim Kardashian, gross. <laughs> so his escape plan is to run through the harp. How does that go for him? He looks like large slices of ham. I was going to go with cheese cutter. It is like the uh, string on the board, you know, the yeah, metal the, wire on the board. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I agree. That is um, uh, what it's doing at that. But this reminds me of like really thick cut country ham. Or uh, like that thick cut bacon. Oh, yeah. Thick yeah, cut good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, it's another one of those bloodless wounds. Mm-hmm. It's real weird. There's, there's, there's green, there's like green bubble balls around the entire time. Like the wackiness of that is like kind of showing just things are weird. We're not sure if he's okay or not. We, nope, that's not just, that's just where it ends. We jump back to the airplane. Uh, Mud is starting to think this through and he asks Dick, who's dastardly and muttly? Dick's like, what are you talking about? There's, you yelled that as we were flying away. What the hell does that mean? Dick has no idea what it means, but comes out of the bathroom with a twirly mustache that just spontaneously grew out of his face. Mm-hmm. It's, but uh, dastardly and muttly? <laughs> what absolute codswallop. Honestly. Yeah, poor. While Mutt is visibly the more affected one, Dick is definitely mentally the more affected one here. Absolutely. Um, and well, then I... we see a plane pulling up on their six. Now, going back to that plane that is on their six, you know, it is our... Two previously seen. Yeah. Zabaranowski and Longman, or as the side of their plane Z says. Uncle? Z and Uncle, yes. I'm thinking that has something to do with something. This, this, I, tr- I tried looking Z that uncle. up, and I couldn't I couldn't find it up, find anything of relevance there. Um, uncle doesn't really want to do this. He's like, look, you and I both idolize these two. They're the best flight crew. They're living heroes, living legends. You know, how are we going to do this? Meanwhile, Z is jumping back and forth between damsel in distress and trying to prove her toughness. Hi up. Hi up. Oh, who's going to save little old me? I don't know why I went really southern with that one, but that's what I'm Well, it, it always sounded that way in the cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um then we see Z and Uncle lining up Dick and Mutt's plane in their sights and firing. Beep 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 beep. Fox 2. To be continued. Doomsday clock. It's an advertisement at the end of the issue. I, I, I know. By the way, I got that issue. I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to read it. And they were all sold out of the annual, I think. But I was hungover when I went in there, so I wasn't paying too much attention. That's yeah, fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, ratings. We're halfway through the series at this point. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this issue, Davis? I, uh, unlike the other issues that we've seen or we've read previously, this one's actually um, uh, still posing more questions than it's answering. But at least we're getting, like, a feel of, oh, kind of what this is going. Like, kind of what's going on with this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I really do like the uh, his, it, to embrace the horror, in which when I initially read that and kind of retooling it on my head, it's more of just embracing the chaos. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Just absolutely just embracing. And that was uh, another one. I was trying to find, like, a chaos beer or, like, someone that had, like, embraced the blank. Taste of Chaos Tour never put out a beer. 
No, they put out a rock star energy though. Oh, gross. Because that was a uh, that was the thing. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm it's it's making more questions. It's it's kind of showing that okay, these wacky things are happening, and the wackiness affects some people, and they're okay. Like I'm pretty sure if the president would have just smashed himself in the head. With he would have fine. He, he would be mallet. His he he would have had like the little teeth turn the piano keys and just yeah. Tweet 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 tweet. Yeah, little tweet words I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad setting up this universe. They're setting up the difference of like the wackiness to the reality. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, so what do you think rating wise? What you giving it? I don't know. Come back to me on that one. Always prepared. Uh, absolutely. Always. What about you, Mike? What do, what do you think about this one? I'm giving this one an eight. An eight, all yeah. right. Uh, it was it was jam packed. It was it was uh, a lot going on, uh, but it's starting to embrace the wacky, which right. which I really liked. Um, there's not that reluctance. Dick's finally like, let's just let's just steer into the skid. Mm-hmm. We're getting more characters being wacky and crazy, and you're kind of as you said, seeing the the setup, the the difference of those affected and those unaffected. Um, the mystery is starting to open up a little bit more. Right. Like, yes, it did pose some questions, but it moved, the questions moved the narrative forward. You know, they, they, there's more to the general than we thought. There's potentially a cover up trying to go on. Mm-hmm. There's potentially much discovery that maybe us being so affected is then radiating our effect outwards right. around us. Maybe it's not, but. You know, it, well, it's, it's kind of like it, 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 we're all looking at this being a whole like it, it, if this is dealing with this uh, unstabilium atom, yeah, they're going to use it to make power. Probably a little radiation in there, so it's kind of like mm-hmm. this kind of going with the idea of this radiation, yeah, uh, radiating the, out and then also affecting more people. Yeah, exactly. Um, where's that damn shark? It's probably not going to come to the end of I'm issue saying, five, maybe issue six. But check off shark, man. I really, check off shark. I, I'm, I'm really. I want to know where that shark is, but Absolutely. I like the issue. There's a lot of action, a lot of story development. Uh, best issue so far. Uh, yeah, I agree. My my slight qualm with this is so Coyote and Roadrunner. Yes. Not Hanna-Barbera. Looney, Looney Tunes. Tunes. Well, maybe that's why they're not cartoony. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, with uh, the fact that Time Warner has the rights to all the Warner Brothers stuff. As well as all the Hanna Barbera stuff because of the you know associated buyouts yeah. and things, and you know he was talking about uh, um, I am anger and who goes by the name of Fud, Looney Tunes. That's not Hanna Barbera. Mm-hmm. So I'm really kind of seeing like it's my mind's changing a little bit on how how I'm liking that weird amalgamation of the two because there could really be a bunny rabbit popping up over here. Yeah, and so in just just looking at someone just photorealistic rabbit and it just says, "What's up?" Doc. Yeah. But I would put myself at an eight as well. Yeah. This one, sir. Eight. Okay. It's a um, solid issue. I think at this point, our ratings have pretty much lined up. Uh, I get, well, I gave, I, mine might be a little bit lower. Cause I definitely gave uh, issue number two, a lower, like about a five or so on that. Uh, one, well, I, I went six, six, eight. Uh, so we're looking at a 6.7, uh, still, still above 500. Mm-hmm. Um, still a fun story so far. Mildly interesting. I'm not uh, mad at the story if that's if it's, something it's, you know. Well, it's it, it's it's weird because this is. If you told me with no prior knowledge that there was going to be this series, it would have exceeded expectations. The problem is it's coming on the heels of a critically acclaimed Flintstones maxi series, right? Which was absolutely amazing, 
it's also clearly- but you're also comparing it to the Jetsons, which is not quite hitting the mark of the Flintstones, and Scooby Apocalypse, which is definitely not hitting the mark of the Flintstones, mm-hmm. and, and these other reimaginings of these these famous Hanna Barbera characters. Uh, so it, it's more than I would have expected, but it's also not knocking it out of the park. I'm not blown away yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm still hoping for that issue that's really going to blow me away. Maybe five or six when we get the climax and then, and then the resolution. But right now, it's 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 getting better. It's mm-hmm. still exciting. It's still interesting. It's still worth reading if it's something that interests you or if you, you like these characters. So we might have covered this last time, but going upon your, and at times my, two issues, drop it or keep it rule. Mm-hmm. If we were not re- if we were not reading this for the podcast, would you still be reading this for the con- concluding it? I never would have gotten issue three. You never would have gotten issue three. No, no. I I re- well, to be fair, I never would have gotten issue one. So the idea of me sticking to my two issue rule, mm-hmm. I have to be very interested in the concept of the character to begin with. And All I right. wasn't. I wasn't. So okay. Uh, I never would have gotten issue two, and never would have gotten issue three. But even if I was interested in the characters or the concept. One and two weren't interesting enough to make me get to three. All right. Now, three's fine. Again, with these minis especially, miniseries usually do read better in trade. And I think that once you combine everything together and you can kind of churn through the slow issues at the beginning Mm -hmm. to get to some more of the action, it'll be a much better format for reading this than trying to read it monthly, especially when you're going into the store. And there's so many things you can buy. And either you are going to spend a unreasonable amount of money or you have to be kind of disciplined with what you're buying true and true, in this true. case you know this would not have made the cut there's there's other things that i would have want to read you know so i'm excited that we're getting to expand our, our viewpoint and read something a little different than we normally would uh but probably wouldn't have made it you know to this point with me so it's all right for for better or worse we have this nice show that allows us to explore these things we normally wouldn't you got anything else you want to add on the issue on this issue, um, the covers are great. I'll give you that much. The covers are fun. The, the I, art's uh, the art's very good. The covers are very very eye catching. Just the uh, the the fact that we've gone this long and they haven't really mentioned the word wacky too often, and uh, but I do like the wackiness of the whole thing. Of it's just how I like all the funny journey. weird and strange, and it's 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 funny. But also you have people that are like. What is going on? You're a dog man. How come? Th- why is there an old timey <laughs> horn on this steering wheel? What? What's? This is all wacky right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. And normally, I personally, I would have been like, "Oh hell yeah, man! All right, cool. No, no, no. We're in Cartoon World. Someone give me some chicken because in Cartoon World, chicken." On a leg, it's literally just like they got two chicken breasts and put it together. There's no sinew, there's no veins, there's nothing. It's just like straight meat on a chicken bone. That that's I'm, my... I'm not following you on that. Okay, one. I'm sorry. So I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay, so in cartoons, whenever someone's eating like a turkey leg and they take a bite out of it, they have little bite marks. It's all white meat with no sinew, no yeah, um, uh, okay. no vein, no tendon, no nothing. It's it's like right they got there. it's like they got two chicken breasts and just put them together over one bone in the middle like that. Yeah. So it's like you you could eat it like that. That is the first thing I would do if I was involved with this wacky world. You just get a nice big leg. 
Either that yeah. or uh, the the circular roast on the uh, on one bone. Uh, yeah, that 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 shape of meat that doesn't exist. Exactly that circular. It's like the bone sticking out on the ends, and then there's like this cylinder a, of yeah. meat. There's a and wheel it's got of meat. Two lines in it, so it looks like three indistinct uh, three distinct yeah, with, sections. Where, where the butcher's twine was allegedly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Those look ridiculous. Where the ribeye looks like you could use it as a bracelet. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, the, the, weird, like, the weird bone in the middle doesn't make it. It's like a spinal bone, but there's no spine in that cut of meat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 what I would do if I had um. Uh, just eat weird, was, Just eat weird cartoon food. Yeah. Or the candy where you can, where you just pop it in your mouth and you don't have to take the wrapper off of it. Mm. And it's always in the bow tie shape. I'd probably Yosemite Sam just shoot guns into the air that, that shoot up smoke clouds but don't actually have any bullets. Yeah, because that's that's not good. What what comes what goes up must eventually come down. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, did you know been... that balloons when they go in the sky they you know they don't go to heaven they land in oceans and kill animals. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. David. A couple reasons, but <laughs> we're not going to get into that. Just felt like you know. Didn't feel like paying the electric bill, so let's make some shit dark in here, y'all. Let's put this on down. Thank you. Thank you for that. So, next month, we'll have issue four. We got four, five, and six left. Mm-hmm. And then we can give our, our over, overall rating. So, uh, really excited to see where this keeps going. Hopefully, it keeps ramping up and, and, and keeps bringing that intensity and that intrigue and that fun. And the Chekhov shark. Absolutely. Bring I mean, back the shark. Okay. My prediction on that one is... It's either going to be issue five, whenever you know we're kind of uh, ramping up, getting to the climax so, so, here. So the end of issue five, cliffhanger. End of issue five. Well, in, either end of issue five, mm-hmm. building up where all these wackiness is just all like coming together. So the president will be there, the roadrunner will be there, wacky shark will be there. Um, uh, everyone will be together. That's leading into the final climax that we're going to get at the beginning of issue six. Or option B, the last page. Of the last issue, it's just showing the shark like winking, like there's something, you know. Everything's fine. Everything's well, been well, resolved good except thing we took for the care shark. Of all of this, wink. Except for the shark. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's th- all I got too on that one, Mike. Like, yeah. That's mm, mm, no mas, no manos. Well, hopefully, one of those is right. Yeah, uh, maybe. Well, thank you everybody for joining us. Yeah, thanks. Everybody. You know where to find us. We are uh, jacksoftradespodcast.com at jackstradespod on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Jack's Trades Pod. We are on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Please go write a review, rate us. That really helps. We've had some uh, some new ratings lately, so thank you guys for that. Yes, thank you, everybody. Keep up the good work. We like your opinions. Absolutely. As well as our own. Yeah. Uh, coming in two weeks from this release, we'll be having Saga Volume 2. Oh, it's the first continuum of a story from our first trade that we read yeah the very first thing we did which is very excited about we have uh dr donnie sanji coming on that's right he's he's Uh, now a doctor since the last time to bring bring his marriage and family knowledge Mm -hmm. down on this wacky and crazy family story he also he also is a level he also is a level two warlock so the magic one on that one works as well oh and i to completely interrupt, keep an eye out. We uh, might, we're waiting to hear, but we might be going to Wizard World Comic Con here in New Orleans. Yeah, Wizard uh, World's coming we'll up. We do that. We'll keep you updated. We'll do a lot of video coverage of that. Yep. Do live performances. Do some live um, stuff. Do some, some special bonus episode stuff. We might have some weird merchandise. Oh, yeah. With the Handing out, trying to mm-hmm. 
Davis is going to make a lot of people uncomfortable. Yep. That's what he does. With or without Wizard World Comics. Yeah. <laughs> I might buy a bunch of shit I don't need and show you guys. Um, I like the mystery boxes because it's just filled with shit. <laughs> Like, not literal shit, but it's just like, just, <laughs> what's in here? the worst mystery oh, box. It's just full it's of like, turds. It's like, what's in here? Okay, we have a paper wallet that looks like a Nintendo controller. We have a Jon Snow action figure. And then we have, oh, look, it's a it's a stash jar that has hearts on it. Yay. It's a stash jar. It looks like the companion cube from uh, no, no, I actually Portals. Got, no, no, I got the actual... Box that is the mystery box that is a companion. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I'll I'll just buy some enormous omnibus that's seventy percent off and justify. Look, I'm saving so much money by spending so much money. We can also, while we're there, the leather worker because I think there's there's a local leather worker that goes to all the cons and whatnot. You can get a leather belt holster Mm -hmm. for your Tabasco bottle. Nice. So you can always have your spice wherever you need it. We need that. We need that. I need a crystal, especially down here. So. I, I'm more of a Tabasco guy, but I do appreciate a crystal. It's 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 e- either way, the, but both Louisiana companies. We exactly, approve. exactly. So again, guys, thank you for joining us. My name is Mike, and I'm Davis. Have a good one. Adios.